Hello and welcome to the Arbor Day podcast. I'm Jason Sroden, and today I'm joined by my new business partner, Ryan Kelly. Ryan, how are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here today, man. So Ryan's going to be on the show a lot. We just uh, went into a partnership with Ryan and uh, started a new business called Arbor Vita 8 Dry, which is focused solely on mobile hemp drying because we, Arbor, from the Arbor Vita 8 side, and I think from Ryan's side as well, we really want to help farmers and protect crops. And the best way to do that is right after harvesting, get it dried. So, <laughs> so when we, when we, we've, we've been dealing with dry million dollar dryers and, you know, just a lot of drawing drama over the year. And we met Ryan and we were just like, man, these guys have, it. they have the work ethic, they have the desire and they've got the system to dry hemp in the fields. So Ryan, let's start with kind of going back. How did you get involved in drying hemp? So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, um, but it's also kind of funny. The, the, the 2018 farm bill came out uh, in Florida, you know, allowing people to grow industrial hemp legally. Um, I really saw it as an opportunity because it's a new market. You very rarely do you get a new, a brand new industry out of thin air, more or less. Right. With something, uh, you know, the, the cannabis plant's been around for thousands of years and used for thousands of years minus the last hundred or so in, in the States, you know, and, and so just looked at it as a big opportunity to do something. Right. So we started out with, uh, you know, let's, let's grow some stuff, you know, I'm talking to a couple of different people and like, yeah, I would love to do it. Let's do it. That's cause that's kind of the first thought in the process is, well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Let's grow it. Okay. Well, I'm not a grower, <laughs> nor, nor was my, is my business partner, my, my original business partner. And now, uh, new, you know, new to you guys as well, Ray, uh, Mazzy. Um, he's like, cool. Well, yeah, let's do it. Are you, do you know how to grow? I'm like, no. He goes, okay, well, we're not growing then. I said, that's a, probably a smart move. Um, <laughs> yes. So then we went into, all right, well, what about processing? And, you know, CapEx involved in processing is extremely high. Um, not to mention the fact that I've never used processing equipment. So again, we're at square zero and we were like, all right, maybe we don't do hey, that. CapEx for processing is high? <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is, oh we know all too well. Um, so we we ended we landed on drying. I mean, it was it's the it's funny. We always joke it's the least sexy step or, or piece of the uh, supply chain, but it's also um, you know it's typically overlooked by the grower, and it is arguably the most important step of the post harvest process. Um, as you mentioned, you know, getting it dried in the field immediately when you're preventing a number of issues that could arise if you don't get it dried immediately and which we have seen throughout the state uh it, this in florida this past year um well for those who don't know tell us tell us what the, what are the problems that happen if you don't dry your crop fast? so if you when you harvest your crop you you know you're it's dying so all of its natural um defense mechanisms cease to exist right so all of a sudden you have no protection or, you know, not that the plant is great in this environment for protecting itself from mold and mildew, but you lose any sort of, you know, any legs you had to stand on, you lose that immediately, right? And, and with this crop, you have the, the density of the buds uh, or the colas is, it's just a breeding ground for mold and mildew. And so that's kind of your main 
uh, issue that you run into if you don't get it dried fast enough, right? And unfortunately for some of these growers, it happens in the field while it's still growing anyway. So it, it's just multiplied once you cut it down. Yeah, we've so had that, people who've had clean plants, take them out two hours in a truck going from Savannah <laughs> to somewhere else. Mark. Absolutely. 100%. Crazy. No, it's how quickly it sets in is the wild part, right? Because you've got these spores. I mean, if you think about mold spores, they're everywhere, always. You can defend yourself a little bit from them when you're living, but when you're dead, man, they're already on you and that's that. Done deal. Sorry, game over. So yeah. it does happen very quickly, the onset of it. Um, and so, you know, as that happens, you know, not as that happens, also as that as that is happening, you're also, um, you know, you can, you're terpene, uh, you're, Terpene and cannabinoid contents can degrade. Um, totally. You know, your, your terpenes are housed in the trichome, you know, the structure, which is actually a defense mechanism um, for the plant. And so when you touch a wet trichome, you get the smell, the, ter- the, the, the fragrance of the terpene, right? Well, fra- terpenes are extremely volatile. Um, and so they don't do well in the open air. And by they don't do well, I mean, they cease to exist almost immediately when they're exposed to air. So you have this waxy trichome bubble sort of situation. And if you burst that, this terpene is now exposed and gone forever. There's no recapturing it. When you dry the plant first, right? And we dry in a whole plant uh, manner. So we harvest just above the, uh, the ground, the main stalk. We, we touch it one time and we put it in the dryer, right? So by doing that, you're minimizing touching, which is minimizing trichome bursting, which is minimizing your terpene degradation and cannabinoid as well. Um, and so you can, if you do happen to knock some of these trichomes off once it's dried, they're now a hard crystallized structure that you can recapture and reintroduce into your product or crop or whatever it is that you're doing, right? So there's all these benefits of drying as soon as possible. Uh, and we, we saw most of them. We learned some of them along the way. Um, and you know, we're, we're, we're glad to be right on the ones we learned. And, uh, it's just been an interesting, um, you know, year plus now. Yeah. Um, so, so let's take it through. So I'm a farmer and I go, you, I harvest it. I cut it, like you said, and then throw whole plant. How much can I do at a time? What does the dryer look like? I want you to explain it visually for the listeners, like what is the experience like of going through the drying process? So obviously being on site, you know, we're a fully self-sufficient dryer. So we've dried in the middle of nowhere with nothing around for hundreds of miles. We've, I've dried in, you know, uh, down a a neighborhood road in uh, just South of Tallahassee. It's a little, little country town, but it's, uh, I mean, on the side of the road where these guys live without in a residential area. Um, but anyway, our, our dryer is mobile because it is a, a, a 53 foot dry van or semi-trailer, right? So, and what we do is we totally break down or, or um, disassemble this dry van and we rebuild it as a dryer. So it's not like we're putting a rotary dryer inside of a, a semi-trailer and hauling it down the road to your farm. It in itself is the dryer, right? So you have the dry van and then you have the fan and burner unit, which sits uh, which is housed inside of the dryer as well. Again, it's fully self-sufficient. Um, so that is a fan, a big fan, and a burner unit, propane or natural gas. Um, and so we we move currently move about 37, 38,000 cubic feet a minute, which 
to make it or to clarify that, I guess, if you think about the volume of air inside of the dry van gets replaced six times every minute. It's a lot of air, right? And the beauty of this is we are, all we're doing is we're leveraging the natural evaporation rate of moisture, right? So when you hang dry a plant in your dry room at 60 degrees and 60% humidity or whatever it is that you think is best in your process is, you are letting the moisture on the surface of the leaf get kind of picked up by the air and moved around because they move, you move air slowly inside of a dry room. So you, that, that moisture gets peeled off the leaf, new moisture comes to the surface and that, that air is then the moving air picks it up again. It's very slow, like half a percent an hour of moisture content, right? That's your dry speed. Um, we're doing the same thing. We're just doing it way faster. So we, and then the, the burner portion of our burner unit is, um, what allows us to dry down the incoming air. So if it's 70% humidity outside, by the time when it, after it passes through the fan and burner unit, it is 20 to 30% lower in humidity level, relative humidity. Um, so then you're, you're, it's sort of, I mean, if you think about it as like a, a wind up, right? You're winding up to crack that baseball out across center field. We're doing the same thing with the air. We're winding it up, meaning we're drying it down before it touches that leaf so that it can pull the moisture out faster and more uh, efficiently, I guess would be the right word. So we're just doing, and we're doing that again, the whole dryer is replaced six times a minute. So it's, it's quick, right? Yeah. And how, so how much can you do in a, in a 24 hour period? Like, so I've got this trailer, it's yep. been brought to my field or wherever I want on my property and it's set Correct. down and then it's loaded. How much gets loaded in at a time and how much can it dry? So there's, we, we, we can dry for biomass fiber or flour, right? So any of those, uh, depending on which one is your desired end product, um, will dictate sort of the parameters of the dry. So for biomass, which is by far our most common uh, drying, we dry uh, 10 to 12,000 wet pounds in about 16 to 18 hours, right? Um, if I'm telling a customer what's going on, I'm telling them we can dry, you know, 10 to 12,000 pounds in 24 hours, just because, you know? Right, yeah. Promise yeah. and over deliver. Um, so, and that is, it's very simple. We load the whole plants, we load them directly into the dryer um, and they are, they're just arranged on the floor of the dryer, which is a, has a, it's a perforated raised floor so that the air, the incoming air from the fan and the burner unit gets blown down under that raised floor and permeates up through the perforation, right? So when you're, when you're loading them up, we load about, it ends up being between one and two acres of a normal quote unquote, normal size plant at 2,000, 2,500 plants per acre um, for flour where it's a little bit, um, we have a little bit larger capacity. So between two and three acres. Um, and that is just because of the, our, our flower drying system that we have installed, like an insert basically into this dry van. Okay. Um, and so Explain we Explain the insert. So, the, so it's, it's actually pretty cool. And it, it, uh, it was a, we kind of stumbled across it by happenstance, this method, but um, basically we have a rack system that runs down each side of the, um, drive in front to back with the one foot aisle in the middle that's covered. The, the perforated floor is covered, so it doesn't allow air to flow through there. And these, I, I mean, box would probably be the best term, right, to describe it. Yeah. Um, 
their their boxes they're about 10 inches tall and they span that three foot gap on each side from wall to wall uh of the center aisle um and the we stand the plants up vertically on their stem so it looks like they're in the field right they're standing up vertical um and they kind of hold each other up basically is how it works um once you get them all loaded in there and then we also hang plants from a seal from the ceiling uh in a similar fashion to your traditional hang drying method. Um, so that is those boxes, I guess, as we're calling them are the inserts that we refer to them as. So that allows us a little bit more capacity. Um, it's a little more time consuming, but it also, it, it uh, preserves the integrity of the plant better. Um, so for something like smokable flower, where you need to have, you know, you're concerned with this bag appeal, right? You need to have a good looking flower. It's gotta be pretty, it's gotta be sexy, it's gotta smell good to sell it, this is how we ended up achieving that uh, to our best ability. And um, it is uh, what we found through extensive testings with a few different labs in Florida over the past year is that there is the, the data in terms of COAs, um, terpene profile, monoterpene, flavonoid and cannabinoid profiles. There is no difference between hang drying it in a 60-60 room versus letting us do it in our mobile dryers. Um, the difference and you know, our advantage, I guess, competitive advantage would be that we do a one flower run, so two to three acres in you know, 32 to 36 hours, right? And that we dry down to about between 20 and 25% moisture content. And then we take them out and we let the grower do his thing with curing. Because most of these growers, they they want to cure it. They have their own process. They have their own SOPs, and they want it. And they like that. So that's what we found to be the best, uh, you know, marriage, I guess, of the two. Um, and so that that's where the time frame is why it's so beneficial, right? Yeah. You're not you're taking you're you're diminishing the risk of mold and mildew. But uh, you know that's the name of the game. Yeah, and it's important to note, you know, uh, Arbor Vita Eight is a hemp business, but. These dryers can be used. Arborvita dry makes dryers for hemp and marijuana, so you Correct. can dry you can dry any type of cannabis in yes. this uh, uh, piece of equipment. Um, so, Ryan, we we are currently um, offering two different options for getting this equipment. Uh, one is a lease, and one is a purchase. Um, right. How do the leases work in terms of timing and and just kind of the nitty-gritty high level and then what are they purchasing for and is there a weight currently um so in terms of the lease we do uh i mean the the numbers and the pricing is what you're asking yeah numbers pricing timing like is it a month two month so we obviously you know being the, being a good sales guy that i am you better get your orders in now right <laughs> <laughs> No, but in all reality, um, so if we're, if, I mean, the, the build time is really more geared towards the sale, uh, the sale side of things, the lease um, we do, if you're interested, we have a service or, or a lease agreement that we send out. Once it's signed, we take a 50% deposit for the lease. Uh, and then the other 50% is taken after services are rendered. Um, the, lead or the the amount of time I guess needed for booking and to make sure you get a spot is all determined by time of year and our, the demand that we're realizing. Right. So. And uh, we've been getting calls nonstop. 
It's like, great. Right? It's yeah. And for purchase for, and what's crazy about it. And this is, it's not only for cannabis, we've had other companies drawing other things by it. Exactly. So, so okay. it's like, it, Moringa, let us know. Yes. Yeah. Any tea you need to dry, let us know. We've done all these things. Yeah. So, Arbor Vita 8 dry. We do not discriminate. We will dry whatever. You want your clothes dried in it? We don't care. Get it. Exactly. Why not? <laughs> Um, and, and that's funny you say that. I actually had a, a buddy of mine is a wood, he does woodworking, and he was like, he was asking me about him. He's like, so I could dry, we could dry out our cutting boards in there, huh? I was like, hell yeah, you could, hundred percent. So he was all pumped up about that. Um, but anyway, the uh, so the as far as the lease, you know, obviously our, our season, if you will, is for drying is um, you know the second half of the year. Uh, the further south we go, the longer that that season is. So. Um, the majority of the drying is, you know, August to December. Um, you know, you get down south far enough, you guys got, you have guys who are planting a winter crop. So that runs into, you know, February, March drying for that. And then um, I haven't come across anybody who's harvesting or drying in like June yet, but. Yeah, but are they, uh, are like, can I get, can a farmer get it for three days? Um, well, not, re I mean, yes, you just have to have it for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it for three if you'd like. Um, so our lease, yes, yeah, so our lease. Well, and, and that was something that we talked about. Sorry to interrupt, but no, you please. know, if you're a hemp farmer in an area, it's on a tractor trailer. So you can get it for your farm, take it to somebody else's farm, dry that stuff, and you can co-op it. Get the most out of the 30 days. Listen, if you're leasing this thing, you know, consider it, you know, yours for the time being for your lease term. I mean, we'll help you do whatever you need to do and, and get you going where you need to go, split the cost up between a few farms, whatever, however it works out best, you know, we're here to, to facilitate that. Um, and so, and, and if you want us to build you one, you, yes. you gotta call us for pricing. I don't know, have we locked on pricing yet? Um, we have, I we have, I think. Let, <laughs> yeah. hold on, let's keep that close to the chest for right this second, just before I get myself in trouble. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So we're still working on the pricing, but you know, you can own one of these, we can get them to you. Lead time is looking right now because of the supply chain, two to three months. So, yes. you know, it, that's just being realistic and we're trying to figure out how to make that go faster. Ryan, we are out of time for the day, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about so much more next time. If you are interested in Arbor Vita 8 dry services, make sure you reach out to Ryan Kelly at ryan at arborvita8.com. Ryan, how can people call you if they wanna get in touch with you? Um, my, call my cell phone, 850-443. 6036. If I don't pick up, I'll call you back. Ryan, thanks a lot. On behalf of the whole Arbor V Day team, thank you for watching, and we will see you next time.